0: Good evening. Uh, welcome to Holy Cross tonight. Um, this is for our Monday night prayer meeting. Um, we've been having a lot of prayer requests and, and discussions and, and talking about different things and it's good. It's good to be here tonight. I know it's Labor Day and there's several that's vacating and coming back from vacation but we uh, we prayed for them. Prayed that they'd have a traveling grace. We got got one that's here. To, got a family that's here tonight that You know their life was turned upside down last year on this day and 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 and, but god got their attention and they're here tonight and what a what a blessing um you know too many times things happen in our life and we, we we look at it as a bad thing but you know todd that was a good thing you know that was a good thing and it i hate jamie i hate what you happen to go through but praise god you've made it right and one day, God's going to give you a glorified body, and it's going to be right, and you ain't going to even remember the, the struggles that you're having right now. It's going to be gone. You won't even think about it no more. And that's what we got to remember. And, and so, you know, God's good. He's really, really good. He, uh, he's so good that we just don't give, him, we don't give God enough credit and, and the things that he's done, and we praise him tonight, and we thank him. We had a wonderful service last night in Revival praying that they're having a good service tonight, Um, they're going throughout the whole week, and and we'll be there next Sunday night, Um, so if you have a prayer request yourself, I pray that you will just put it on there, I got Caleb running the camera, and April's looking, and others are looking, and we would be glad to pray for you, Um, that's why we're here, that we can uh, most of all lift the Lord up, but also pray for you, because we all in need, everybody in here is in need of of prayer, and uh, some of us go through things, and different times some are greater than others but you know if if you're in this walk of life be prepared that you're going to go through a valley at some point or another you're going to go through a struggle i mean uh, we just come through one with with our family and uh it just didn't didn't look like it was going to be but we held the faith no matter what god did we give him the praise whether it was to take Wayne at home or to bring her back to her house. And praise God that, you know, he wants to heal. He wants to bless. That's what he wants to do. He wants to have fellowship with us. He wants to talk to us. He wants to take care of us. But too many times we hinder him because we don't do what we're supposed to do. And so I want you tonight, if you're watching our program, you have a prayer request, we would love to pray for you. Um, I'm going to go to the book of Luke, and I, I've been studying a lot today, sitting in my building this morning studying, and I was in the, on the couch, and I just feel led to go back to where I actually spoke on this a little bit to the youth a couple weeks ago, um, because I feel like too many times that we are so bad about what what is taking place here, we, every one of us do this, and then we'll probably skip on over to verse to chapter 16. But we're going to start in Luke 14, um, probably start in verse 16. And Caleb, would you breast the reading of God's word? Amen. Thank you, Caleb. And it says in Luke 14 and, and 16, and I'm going to read this through, and then we'll talk a little bit about it, and then I want to go to 16 and look at a couple more verses. Um, it says in Luke 16, 14 and 16, it says, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all, with one consent, began to make an excuse. First said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it, and I pray that have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that the servant came and showed his lord these things, then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, Go out quickly into the streets, into the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed, and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet, praise the Lord, there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of these men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And so I was talking a couple weeks ago about, it seems like uh, every one of us has done this in times past over many different things. And we've all made excuses. I don't know that the times that I've made excuses I made excuses for everything under the sun. I made excuses for when i done wrong. I made excuses for not coming to church. I made excuses for whatever in my life. But I have done a lot of things, and I've made a lot of excuses. And I felt like my excuses were justified in my own eyes. And so the, the, the there was a great supper prepared here. And and they went out and told them and, and asked them to come in because there's a great supper and they was prepared a lot of food here and they did a lot of work to get prepared for it. And just like me and just like every one of us, we have made an excuse for either being at God's house, made an excuse for being doing something that God wants to do. I will make any I will I will make a bunch of excuses if you ask me to sing a song. I'll make a bunch of excuses. First thing I'll say, Randall, I'll be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'll start murmuring and I'll start doing, because that's just what I, we are. We make excuses. And whether it be for, for God's house, if I ask somebody to teach, or if I ask somebody to preach, or if we ask somebody to go out and visitation, how many times have we made excuses for doing something? God is not going to accept an excuse. Every one of us, I promise you, every me including myself is going to stand before the almighty God one day and there ain't going to be an excuse good enough for God. There's not going to be an excuse. I told I told uh, when I was going over this same message with the youth, I said I was absolutely and we went to a revival about a month and a half ago Randall and there was a man there that made it to church. It was the first night of revival. And he, he got up there and he says, I really didn't feel like coming tonight. I've been sick on my stomach all day and had a headache and was bothered. And I was like, you know, okay. But the difference was, Randall, this man was going, he, you know why he was sick? He had chemo that day and it made him sick like chemo does and he didn't feel good and he said well I might as well come to church I feel bad here I might as well feel bad at church and he felt better and so when that man said that I looked at myself and I looked at April and I said holy cow I will never have an excuse for not going to church too many times we'll wake up on Sunday mornings and Every single one of us wants to lay in the bed a little bit longer because we're tired or whatever. We'll make any excuse. But this man, had, he had an excuse. If it was in my eyes, he could have stayed at home that day, and I would have been just fine with it because he had chemo that day. But he, he made his way to church. Too many times we don't do that. We will find any, any reason under the sun not to come to church. Or any reason under the sun to not do what God asked us to do. Whatever it is, every one of them made an excuse, and they thought their excuse was justified. How many times have we made our excuse? And it feels like it's justified. And it says, and the and he sent his servant at supper time to say unto them that were bidden, which means they was invited. Come. For all things are now ready. All things have been prepared. I believe with all my heart God has got Jesus up there because that's what he said. Preparing a place for me and for you and every one of us. He's preparing a place. And it ain't ready yet. Randall, mine ain't ready yet. Is yours ready yet? Not yet. I'm still here, but he's preparing a place and he's getting it ready so that when it is time we can come in and be in glory. And so we that's what he he says and he sent his servant at supper time to at supper time to say to them that we're bidden come for all things are now ready and they all with one consent began to make an excuse. You know, he had a, he just bought a piece of ground. That's more important to God. Ain't that what he said? My my ground's more important than this supper. The other one says, I just bought some oxen. That's more important. One of them says, I got a wife. That's more important. How many times have we put things that we think is more important Than God. The Bible talks about and it's even in the last part of this chapter where it says, You 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 got a Let's just read twenty-six so I can say it right here. If any man come to me and hate not his father, and his mother, and his wife, and his children, and his brethren, and his sisters, yea, and his own life also. He cannot be my disciple so what's God saying here he's trying to say look if I ain't number one you're not coming to the marriage I gotta be number one and that's you say well that's hard I can't believe God's word will say you gotta hate your, your mama and your daddy and your sisters and your brothers what he's saying there is you gotta put God first there is no excuse Todd if you'll put God first he'll take care of your family Jamie if you put Todd first he'll take care of your family he'll take care of everything else I have to put God first April has to put God first you have to put God first Every one of us has to understand that we've got to put God first. And then everything else will work out. He says, I'll take care of you. But too many times we put everything, including our jobs, guilty. Guilty. I'm just telling you. I said it in Sunday school a few weeks ago. If I put as much effort and time as I did my job, as I did this church... We would, be, we would be putting out chairs on Monday night. Every one of us is guilty of this same thing. We all have made excuses, but I'm going to tell you, when we go stand before God, I'm talking about the one who done everything for every single one of us, who breathed the breath of life into us. This is the one we're going to go and stand in front of one day, and we're going to sit there with our arms down and and I agree. I, I'm gonna tell you, there's gonna be a lot of people up there, and they're gonna start doing exactly what Jesus said. But Lord, I did this for you. I prophesized for you. I taught Sunday school for you. I I told people. I witnessed the people. I done all these things for you. And He's gonna say, Jesus. Now this is Jesus is gonna say, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I never knew you. And you say, Well. But Lord, I come to church. I taught Sunday school. I sung in the choir. I believe with all my heart there's going to be preachers, because that's what it said, that's going to stand and say, I preach your word. You're exactly right. That's why it's hitting home to me, brother. I'm telling you. My wife hit something to me a couple weeks ago and it has hit me hard and I have, I said this before, but it hit me hard because I was worshiping the almighty dollar more than I was worshiping God. Guilty. Guilty. It's more, what is more important? This is what he's saying here. He says, I have Five yoke of oxen. I've just bought some ground. I've got a wife. And the servant came and showed his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor, the maimed, and the halt, the and the blind. What he's saying, he says, If you ain't got time for me, I'm going to find some people that's got time for me. Okay? That's what I think about when when I think somebody asked me about this last night or sometime this week about the rocks. I don't like to sing. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love to praise the Lord. I don't know if I, I, I don't think that God blessed me with the ability to sing. But I tell you what I can do. I'm gonna sing better than them rocks are gonna sing. The Lord says the rocks are going to praise him. I'm, I hope and pray that I'm better than a rock. Because I don't want to, I'm not going to have an excuse when we go stand before God. And if God says, you're going to go sing, I'm going to go up here with my head down and I'm going to be like, okay. Anybody got any earplugs? Put a good time to put them in. Whatever, but it's going. To, but I'm going to do what God says because He says here. Too many times we make excuses. Too many times we make excuses, and that's what they was doing here. And the Lord has said unto the servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men none of them which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And that's scary words. That's scary. Turn over to 16 and I'm going to read this and I'll be done. When the is here to practice, I'm like, okay. I told April, I said, well, I ain't going to do it because I don't fit in. You know, just like she said, no, I'll let the devil take over. I'll let the devil run. So, you know what? Well, the, the other day, I didn't go up there because I didn't know where they was going, but that's okay. I'm here, and I'm going to sing in that choir. I'm like you. I don't care what I sound like. If I grab that mic, and I sound like a dog howling, Oh, so well. I ain't singing for to suit everybody up in here. I'm singing for God. And so God says you get away from up there. I ain't going nowhere. So yeah, excuses, I'm guilty because April and me's talked about it more than one time and I'm let the devil win. But you know what? He ain't going to win no more because I'm going to get up there every time. I don't care if I have to stand on the key right there. One of the worst whoopings I ever got, one of the many, was when I didn't do what God asked me to do and I made a lot of excuses every time every time I was yes and it's so easy, like, but after you fail, amen you're absolutely right every one of it look I'm guilty. I'm not. I'm not up here telling you that I'm. I'm. I'm perfect because I've found myself making a lot of excuses, Randall. Making excuses because I just don't feel like getting out of bed, and I've worked all day, and do I need to go into church tonight? I've made excuses, but it ain't going to work with God. I'm just telling you, it ain't. It ain't going to work. I was going to read the whole chapter of 16. But I'm to go, I'm to I'm to go down to 14. And this is Luke 16. And, yeah, absolutely. She said, we're well, just gonna flip the numbers around. We just Jesus was talking in a parable at the first half of this about the unjust steward. We're just talking about money, right? Let's just back up to 13. And this is where we all fall. Every one of us, including me. I promise you. It says, no servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other, Ye cannot serve God and mammon. You know what I looked up? Mammon. Money. Hit home, Randall, hit home. Hit home. Hit home. Because we think that's, in God we trust is in that money, but it's not in God we trust, it's in money we trust. Let's just be honest. I was guilty. April said that to me and I've been getting whooped for three weeks now over that because I am guilty of that. I'm guilty because I feel like you can ask my wife I'm up here talking what's the first thing I worry about guilty God's trying to say what are you serving are you serving me are you serving that and it says and the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him and he said unto them listen to this ye are they which justify yourselves before men. But praise God. What does it say here? But God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men. Is an abomination in the sight of God. Amen. Ain't my words. Don't take it. What, you know we just read it. I read it to you. Read it for yourself. That's why I want you to. Mark it down because you' get tired of it's time we quit making excuses. It's time we give God hundred percent. put God first and if we'll put God first, He will take care of every other need you have. He said it. Look, God's not a liar. The devil's a liar. God promised. you got all these promises in this book. Every one of them is true. Every one of them in this book from the very be- beginning to the very end is true. And if you'll hang on to them, God's going to do it because God can't lie. But the devil will lie to you. And he'll tell you, that was a long time ago, Marty. That was a long time ago. That ain't, that ain't the same. This is, God is the same. He's the same today. He's the same yesterday. And he'll be the same tomorrow. And his word is true. If you'll just live by it and put God first and not make excuses, he's going to take care of every single one of us. Okay? And that is what we got to hang on to tonight. Hang on to it and quit giving excuses. I'm guilty. Say, well, i got to do this. You need to pray about it. Cassidy asked me a question. Sorry, Cassidy, I'm going to use your example. She asked me a question the other day about a situation in her life. And I said, well, have you prayed about it? I prayed about it. I said, okay, good. I said, now, I can tell you what this... Won't happen. I said God's not going to bless you with something like this if it's going to pull you out of church. I don't care what anybody says. God's not going to do that. God's not going to put you to the point that you're going to say, well, I can make more money or I can go do this. And is If God is not going to tell you or put you in a situation where you are not going to be able to do what he wants you to do. It's not going to happen. That's the devil. That's what he wants. You know, I heard an example of a guy. He, 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 you know, he he was working like ten hours a day, five days a week, and and things changed at his job, and he was like, "Praise the Lord! I went to four days a week, four tens now." You know, we work forty hours a week. And what is the first thing that we do? Well, I got four days now. I'm going to go get me a side job and make more money on Friday and Saturday. Ain't that what the devil tells you? He'll say, well, you just do get a little bit more because that's what you're supposed to get. You're supposed to... That's a lie. The devil's lying to us. He's telling us that we got to have more money to be happy and you got to have more money to... To do this and be able to. That is not the truth. I'm guilty. I took that job that I had, because Randall, you heard me say it in Sunday school. Because I thought I needed more money. Money, I get more, I make more money, and I'll have I'll be able to go do this and go do that. I've got less time now than I had. You're right a lie and I fell for it I don't want you to fall for the lies of the devil there's not going to be an excuse when we go stand before God because he give us this word you know you heard Butch preaching about it for a while now you ain't got no excuse the truth is here just listen to the truth listen to the word read the word study the word put God first and quit making excuses, and God will take care of everything else, and He will bless you. Anybody got anything? There's always a catch until it comes out.
1: God doesn't
0: have any You're right. You're right, man. I'm gonna tell you that devil will paint a picture. I've said it for a long time. He will paint a picture, and it looks like it's the prettiest. I mean. That is the way to go. And you'll go grab a hold of it and then he'll take that rug and rip it up underneath you and you're going to fall on your face and he's going to sit back and laugh at you and say, I got you. I'm just telling you. Guilty. Guilty. Anybody else? I'll just say that situation didn't work out for me. So. It obviously wasn't meant for me. That's right. We all think that it's got to be what we want, and we pray about it. I'm telling you, I've done it. I don't know the times I've done it messed up. Anybody else? You know, it's, it's this first Monday night, I've been able to, to be
1: here. You know, I've talked to you about it before. Love to be here. Cause I'm, I need stuff like this in my life. And we were out today. You know, it's Jamie Summerman called me. Hey, I'm throwing a party night. I need you to come play music. Opportunity to make good money. I told him, man. I said I can't. go back to church at six o'clock. See, so, yes, you know, the devil knows we need money. We want money. You know, he's seen that opportunity. That if I'd have told the man, yeah, I'll be there. Well, I wouldn't have been here tonight to to get the blessings that the lord gave him amen amen it's it's funny how he the devil's never late (laughs) y'all know that he's never late he's always a step ahead of you you're right and that was you bringing it up tonight it was just it really sunk in that you know that's that's exactly all it was he did not want me here because Normally with work, I can't make it. And Summer told me y'all was having it tonight, and I wasn't sure if we was going to, and I'm like, I'm going to be there. But, you know, the devil just, here's that opportunity, go make that money. He did. (laughs) And I'm like, no, can't do it. And I'm so glad that I told the man no, because I would have missed out on everything here tonight. Amen. God's worth more to me than anything that money could ever buy. Amen. If we would just get that in our
0: mind, understand that it is the truth. It don't matter. God's got. Look, God owns every bit of it, and if He wants to give you the money that you thought you could have made tonight, He'll give it to you. Yeah. He'll get. He, and even if He don't give it to you, He'll make sure you got what you need. Right. And, you know, that's the ticket. Anybody else? Okay. Then we're going to close in prayer. Let's come on up here. got a great big altar Dear kind and gracious heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you tonight in Jesus name. God, I ask you God to look at my heart, look at my life, Lord, you know You know my heart, as you said in your word tonight, and Lord, I don't want to be an abomination, and I don't want to make no more excuses. God, you are the great God. You're the great physician, the great healer, the great one. You breathe the breath of life in each and every one of us. You're the one that spoke all these things in existence. We have not because we ask not. And Lord, too many times we ask amiss. We ask for things that we want. And God, you know our hearts and you know our lives, and you want to, you want to bless us. And, God, you're going to take care of every single need we have. And, God, I'm thankful for that. I pray, God, that you will hear and answer the prayers of your people. There's many of us up here tonight, God, at the altar. And, Lord, we're up here, God, not not asking for a million dollars. Lord, we're just asking for mercy and grace, Lord. And you're going to take care of us, God. I'm so thankful that we have somebody that we can turn to that can give us peace and everlasting peace. God, every time I turn around in the world, there's there's no peace. There's no happiness. There's no joy. And God, you are peace, and you are happiness, and you are joy. And if we'll just put you first, you'll be there, you'll take care of, and you'll do all the things, and you'll make all things right. God, too many times we try to make things right. And when we do, we mess them up so bad. I know I've messed up, God, and you know my heart. I pray for mercy and grace. Lord, I pray for this continued prayer uh, that you'll just hear everyone that's at this altar tonight. Hear their prayers, God, and answer them. Give them what they need. Minister to their hearts. Feed us tonight, Lord, from your word. And we thank you for every last bit of it. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.